Everyone knows that the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. I am your host for the evening, the five-star man, Asa Gray, and joining me at this time, the big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. How you doing, Dalton? Uh, not too bad. Could be better. Could be a lot better, but not too bad. <laughs> That's good. Ish? I don't know. Uh, um, it's been a while since we've done this. It's been a couple weeks, so... Thank you to everybody listening. Happy New Year. Glad to have you. And instead of the normal news recap roundup, we are going to do our favorites from 2021. Um, obviously, there is stuff we could be talking about with the uh, cuts to NXT. Um, Impact, I believe it's hard to kill is this weekend. Um, but instead, I'm going to let the rage that I feel over William Regal being released, just fester. Yeah. I'm just going to let that just simmer under the surface. So then next week, uh, we'll we'll get more into that. But I feel like uh, the I feel like the only news thing we need to say is get well soon, Phoenix, and yes, uh, Jake, and also Jake Atlas. Uh, Jake, although he got advertised for a match on Rampage, so I think he's doing okay. He got hurt um, in that match. Oh, it was that match. Oh, they okay. they film Rampage I, after they do Dynamite. That. Yes, you were correct. Uh, that was my brain eating itself. I thought he... Because I forget that Rampage isn't always live. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. that you're, you're right. My bad. Get well soon to Jake Ellis. But also, good news in that Ray Phoenix did not seemingly break any bones. Yeah. It was just a bad dislocation. Um, he's got some follow-ups. It should be just a few weeks, though, and he should be better. Or, like, good to go again. So, uh, fingers crossed that no surgery required. But yeah, that was a that was a gross, gross uh, incident that happened last night on Dynamite on the for on their new uh, TBS channel. So, but this is going to be this is going to be a positive show. This is a good show. This is our favorite things from 2021. Uh, we got some people let us know what their favorite things were. I'm very excited to get to those. Um, and I want to preface this by saying this is favorite. This isn't best. It's this is the things that we enjoyed the most. Um, mine, I don't know about Dalton, but mine are really in no particular order. Like as I'm talking, I might decide that, you know what, this is my favorite. But, it, yeah. you know, as of like, this is just the stuff that really stuck out to me in 21. Yeah. Um, and all of my stuff's pretty set in stone. Um, mm -hmm. I will say like, yeah, that was also really awesome. But this was my favorite. Like I was whenever I made my list, it wasn't as hard for me to think of like what my favorite stuff was because I was like, no, nah, the stuff that I like liked, I ended up probably really liking. Yeah, and I mean, and, but that's what this is. This is this is just you know we're talking about what our favorite thing is. There is no wrong answer here. Uh, if you if you have if you disagree if you if if we don't talk about excuse me if we don't talk about your favorite thing. Let us know what you loved in wrestling this year. Uh, of course, you can do that over at twitter.com slash we're at nerdiest part. Uh, I'm at the five star man. Dalton is at PZ 85 D Anthony. Let us know what you what you loved this year in wrestling. Um, of course, give us a follow. Give us a subscribe, whatever podcasting service that you happen to be use. If you follow or subscribe on the podcasting services you don't use, that also helps us out. Um, give us a rating on iTunes and you can also now give us a rating on Spotify. Uh, you have to, it, you have to have listened to the episodes, but there is a mark all episodes as played button. You can click on the little three stars or the three dots mark that, and then you're free to review us. So that helps with the algorithm that helps with uh, finding new viewers or new listeners. Cause this isn't a video podcast. I don't know why I said viewers, um, but yeah, so that would help us out. And I want to know, I genuinely want to know what people love in pro wrestling because I, I love pro wrestling. I love getting to talk about pro wrestling and I want to know what made you happy this year. Um, the last disclaimer before we get into it is I kept, I don't know if you did this or not. We did, we did not talk about this. Um, I kept my list to WWE, AEW, the major companies. Yeah. Um, I could, we could do a whole separate favorites episode from independence like you know some of the matches at ccw some of the matches at glory pro uh wrestle max anarchy like they especially in our area stride like there's a ton of great matches happening and great wrestlers going on but i kind of kept this at like national level yeah no i did the same okay so 
but yeah, if you it, you know you can WrestleMax and stuff like you can find all sorts of wrestling at on YouTube. Uh, you can it, more than likely, depending on where you're listening, to this uh, there's it could be an independent company not too far from where you are. And if you see advertisements or shows, like I highly encourage anyone to go out, check out an independent wrestling show, because more than likely you will see someone on that show that either you could see on TV now or you will see on TV in a few years. Yeah. So independent wrestling is awesome. Um, but our favorites of 2021, uh, I did not structure this at all because I am a garbage host, but I say we, we start off, we come out swinging Dalton. Give me your favorite match from 2021. Um, all right, so my favorite matches from 2021 is going to be uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kenny Omega or Dan- or Brian Danielson. Shit. There and is. then um, oh, I have him on multiple things, and it's both because it's from both companies. Same. So I'm mm-hmm. like, yep. I This is gonna be it's gonna be <clears throat> tricky. So yeah. we 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 know we know internet. Be cool. Yeah. Just just let us be dumb. Yeah. Uh, that's my AEW uh, match of the year. Uh, that. That time draw match was real good, and mm-hmm. um, and then Bianca Belair versus uh, Sasha Banks at WrestleMania Night One. Okay, those were my those were my two favorite matches of the year. I remember watching that B- Banks Belair match, being like, I don't see a lot of matches topping this. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, you you had Brian Danielson, you had Kenny Omega, two of probably the best in ring performers today, and it was. Brian's first match at AEW. It was mm. insane. Like, and they they went all out for it. Yeah, and it was it was thirty minute time limit draw yeah. to 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 for the finish. So, I uh, I like how you did one in one. I personally I couldn't do it. I told myself I was because you told me what you were doing, and I was like, you know what, that's a really good idea. And in the interest of like balance, like that, and that'll also make it easier. But it wasn't because like I just there was too much. There was a lot of really, really good stuff in wrestling this year. Um, I will throw out an honorable mention, and this might surprise you, uh, but a match that I really think deserves credit was Walter versus Ilya Dragunov at the NXT TakeOver. TakeOver 36, I think. Like, I don't like that style of match, and I'm not a huge fan of Walter, and I've talked about that before, but, like, it was very, very well executed. Yeah. It was... People hurting each other, but, like, I dug it in a way that I really kind of, like, surprised myself that I actually did enjoy it, because I typically don't. Um, Also, shout out to the WrestleMania match, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. Ooh, yeah. That was awesome. Because that was just, like, that came out of nowhere with how good he was and just, like, how that entire run from the Rumble to WrestleMania went. Like, that was all really good. Um, But the matches that I have listed are uh thunder rosa and Britt baker in the lights out match Ooh, i love that one that was really good uh cm punk versus eddie kingston at was that full gear i think yes uh yeah because darby was all out the darby match yeah. was all out. also really very good but i liked the way the the spinning back fist to immediately start the match the 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 promos leading up to it loved it loved this match uh miro versus brian danielson in the finals for the eliminator tournament at full gear. Uh, also spoiler alert, both of those names are going to pop up a lot more going forward. Um, I, I also just listed Brian Danielson under my match of the year because Kenny Omega, the uh, Suzuki, the Minoru Suzuki, his 60 minute time limit draw with hangman. And then the Miro match. Like I have those just, I just put Brian Danielson under match of the year of like some of my favorite stuff. Um, but I do think my favorite match of the year is the, uh, it was from all out and it was the t- uh, cage match for the tag titles, uh, between the Lucha brothers and the young bucks. I, I loved that match. I loved the story that they did. The thumbtacks Jordans. Uh, I just, I ate all that up. I love that. Um, I'm trying to think where do we want to go? Uh, promo of the year. What's what's your what's your uh, promo of the year? I personally think that the best promo of the year was CM Punk's return. I don't same. Ha- I don't have a WWE uh, honoree for this because whenever I'm oh, just really? whenever I'm just thinking of my favorite, like I can't even. I it was the it was the most shocking thing that I have seen all year. 
And just the level of honesty he had with it, along with how, like, hot that crowd was for it, for just somebody to sit there to talk for, like, 12 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. there's there was nothing next to it. Um, so I didn't even want to give a WWE... Like, and that's not saying there weren't great WWE promos. It's mm-hmm. just whenever you put that there, it's like, nah, that was pretty much it. Um, I, good moments I from other people. hundred percent. Good, good, good promos for, from other people, but it was not the, it did not move the needle. That's the one thing that everybody likes to say in wrestling. There's nothing that really moved quite like that. That's what people love to say in wrestling as of like two months ago when Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes start saying it. Yeah, so it's, it was the only thing that truly did it this year was CM Punk coming back and talking to Chicago. Mm-hmm. That, no, I, I agree 100%. That is my favorite promo of the year. Um, the, it was... It was as perfect as anything in pro wrestling can be. It was the perfect crowd. It was the perfect level of suspense because, you know, they didn't flat out say CM Punk is debuting this Friday on Rampage. They never confirmed it. It was all just reports and rumors that he had signed and, hey, we're in Chicago and now he's here. Like, okay, we could... You know, he even kind of was like, I'm, oh, I'm doing a, uh, screening at a movie theater for whatever, I think it was like a TV show. Mm-hmm. Or he said, he said he had something planned. I may be thinking of, uh, a different, something different there. He's crossing wires, but, uh, no, the crowd reaction, just the energy. Like, even, I was driving around that night, because I don't have cable, so I wouldn't have been able to watch it live anyway. But, like, I got home hours after it happened i had seen twitter i had seen facebook like i knew it happened i knew it was going to happen just from you know all the reports like i i didn't know it was going to happen i believed it would happen yeah and so like there wasn't that element of surprise but watching the video fully knowing what's about to you know transpire still just goosebumps yeah and the, the announcers didn't talk about like there there was no it was just the camera opens the crowd is just going ballistic with the CM Punk chants and they let that breathe and build for just a perfect amount of time and then the record scratch cult of personality he comes out it's real and oh the the it, it was it was perfect it was perfect yeah they did it correctly and that's the important thing is they did it like perfectly mm-hmm. um. But yeah, that's my promo of the year. I, I assumed yeah. that we were gonna. I that was the one that I was like, we're gonna have the same answer. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. That th- this is what again. Like there is there is no wrong answer. If that if if this wasn't your favorite promo of the year, again, actually this is one that I would be fascinated to know what you think would be the best one. Um, I did have a couple. I, I'll say honorable mentions just because they yeah this this wins. Um, I have Paul Heyman again, like Daniel Bryan, the the work that he did with Roman Reigns this year was incredible even leading up to the 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 why are you protecting brock lesnar from me my tribal chief i'm not protecting brock lesnar from you i'm protecting you from brock lesnar like so good which also roman deserves a lot of credit because his promos have been amazing this year as well uh but uh paul Heyman always kills it but it's like that duh who oh did you know the usos in the new day had a fantastic match at day one what shocker yeah i I know crazy right um so that gets a mention um this doesn't i don't know if this would really count actually my next two really don't count probably but uh the smackdown before wrestlemania the promo with edge roman and daniel bryan where they all got like time to talk about that match and the title and wrestlemania like i loved that I thought that was great because they all had very, very valid points. They all came across as like legitimate contenders. They, every single one of them made you believe that they could actually win the title at WrestleMania. Like, I know it's the, it's the running joke of like, you know, oh, well, there's no way Roman loses a match at this point, but this was still kind of at the early stages of that where he didn't seem as invincible, especially when he's going up against returning edge because he was coming back from his injury uh, after feuding with Orton. And then Daniel Bryan, who still we didn't know, is he staying? Is he going? You know, well, if he wins the title, then maybe that means he re-signed. Like, what could happen there? There was just a lot of 
it, it was very, very interesting to me. And uh, all three of them did such a great job with their promo and interview segments that, like, it made me very, very excited for a match I was already really excited for. Uh, and then the the next one that definitely doesn't count, but I'm counting it because it's my show and fuck you. Uh, the, yeah, I got weirdly aggressive. <laughs> the Hangman Page Dark Order video before their multi-man tag against the elite yeah where they they're standing and like the shadow has the cowboy hats and like what does it mean to be a cowboy i loved that i've watched that multiple times since then so uh yeah that those are what stands out but like you said the clear winner for us at least is, is in our eyes is cm punk's return because like we talked all that time about that and we didn't even t- talk about like what he said in the promo. Yeah, no. It was just because it was it was a killer promo. It was an amazing promo, and it, 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 but it, it but it also was great because we talked about this um, on PWU about the da- Brian Daniels the Daniel Bryan uh, retirement, where it's like, well, it wasn't a promo. He just was talking into a microphone, and it happened to be in a wrestling ring, and there were cameras filming it. Yeah, like it. It was a speech, like it, and it, and, but it was, it was perfect. It was beautiful. Yeah, no, that's how I felt about it too. It's just like it's unfortunate for everybody else that had great promos that CM Punk's thing happened inside of a ring. Mm-hmm. Like that could have been a podcast, and it would have been like, oh, that was the coolest moment in wrestling this year was that podcast. But like, <clears throat> unfortunately <laughs> for everybody else, and unfortunately for everybody else, he did make it a wrestling promo at the end. The line yeah. of Darby Allen, the most dangerous thing you will ever do is getting in the ring with wrestle and wrestling CM Punk. Like he mm. he made it a wrestling promo that last two minutes. Yeah, and it's one of those things you forget how and like even did it like today. I think we all kind of forgot how good CM Punk truly is at eliciting mm. reactions from a crowd. Um. And just to have that back, like, it was really, it was fun to see. No, and it, it was, it was so good. He was back. It, he clearly hadn't missed a step, you know, promo-wise, which we kind of got a taste of with his stuff with WWE backstage. Like, he'd still done some things, but not to this level. And yeah. it was, oh, it was so good. Um, but we can't talk about that all night. Uh, moving on to, actually, I'm going to jump around a little bit on my own list. Uh, what is your favorite, what was your favorite toy? Because, spoiler alert, I just realized I really don't have one. Um, if I had, like, gun to my head, I would say either Wardlow or the Sting. Because, uh, or the Nyla from the AEW Jazzwares collections. I just realized that I didn't type out AEW figures. (laughs) So I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with my WWE picks. My micro mm-hmm. brawler, and then um, and then I'll, I'm currently looking at my AEW shelf like being. Well, like, here I'll give you, I'll give you a second to kind of to think because I so I didn't I still don't collect the WWE elites. Yeah, there's been some really cool ones. Uh, <clears throat> if I had found them, actually I don't even know if they're out yet. But the uh, the Kane Ultimate, it's that out. would probably have been that would probably have been on my list if I had like found one in the wild and actually got one. Yeah. Um, because that's just, a I, I one, I'm a huge Kane fan and two, like, it's just, it's a really cool looking figure. Um, and it comes with the Cape. Um, it's not like, lo- it's not in stores yet, but like you can get one on ringside, right? Or you could have gotten one on ringside. Like my damn okay. toys did a preview for it already. Oh, okay. Like so, months ago. So, um, but I haven't like missed the boat on it. Yeah. But, like, and I don't collect the the micro brawlers. Um, I just I have the I collect the AW figures just because it's like I could start at the ground level and have like I'd say like oh I have a complete collection which now I can't because I've stopped buying duplicates. But yeah. Um, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of the like the I've been very happy with the Jazzwares the AW stuff. Um, but yeah, I just I don't collect a ton of the I don't collect the elites, um, or the micro brawlers. So this was really more of this was this was more for you because I knew you would uh enjoy this but there have been some cool ones the the ones that i thought of i don't think that i had for wwe wise i don't think came out in 21 i think they came out in 2020 so yeah like yours the, did. uh the the bray wyatt uh fun house pack that I'm sure it was 2020 that might have been 2021 but if it was that's it... My, then that's my favorite of 2021 i'll count it i'll let you say i'll let you <laughs> yeah. say it that's fine. i bought it I bought it in 2021. Yeah. So we can go off. We can go off of those rules or we can be like donkey 
uh, where every year his favorite game of the year is Super, Super Mario, Mario Brothers 2. Two. Um, so my my micro brawlers, which um, I should have grabbed them, but my my micro brawler of the year, not being biased at all, finally got a Glacier micro brawler, which means oh, nice. Glacier finally has a toy. He's <laughs> never had an action figure made before. Um. So yeah, the the Glacier Micro Brawler is my Micro Brawler of the Year. Definitely not being biased on that at all. Uh, sure. My A or my uh, WWE toys. I think I have it narrowed down to three. Now that I'm thinking about it, uh, I had to add a third one. Uh, mm-hmm. The th- third one in question is the Legends series. Uh, I think it was twelve. Uh, it was either 11 or 12 Kevin Nash because I needed a really good NWO Kevin Nash and I had never gotten a good one that was in good shape. They gave us a super baller Kevin Nash uh, NWO figure and that I loved that thing when I got it in. Um, so if I'm going to go with my next top two, it would be the Seth Rollins from the SummerSlam. I think it's 86. Um, it's Seth Rollins in the Mysterio gear. Yeah. The, the gear that I said whenever I saw the gear, which was, I'll buy that figure the second they make yep. it. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. And then um, Kushida being my best WWE figure of the year. Uh, we got an orange vest, like a rubber vest with it, which I usually hate rubber material for like clothing. But that one actually works really well because underneath it, we got a denim like shirt. So he's in, and we got the silver glasses. So we very much just got full like gimmicked up Kushida. The figure looks awesome. It's fun to mess with. Like I really loved the Kushida figure from Elite eighty seven. I want to say eighty seven. I could be wrong. It's eighty seven or eighty eight. Um, my AEW figures. Looking at them, uh, if I'm gonna go with my top two, it would definitely still be Wardlow because that was a. It was right at like under the radar of twenty twenty one or twenty twenty one. Like I got it like. The last day of work I had, so I got it like December twentieth. I got it right under the radar of like twenty twenty one. Right under the right under the wire. Wire. There we go. That's the word. I, <laughs> dude, my brain is not working. I told you. I yeah, here. I'll, I'll make it up to you for the correction because I will say you saying that makes me feel a lot better about liking that figure as much as I do. Oh yeah, that because f- like because you 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 were way more knowledgeable about action figures and stuff like that than I am. Um, but the the Wardlow when I when I when I got mine in and I was looking at, it, I was like. This is a really this like this one is really good. Yeah. Like so that that makes me feel a little bit uh, vindicated in how much I dig that figure. The, a lot with AEW and the biggest thing with Jazzwares is if you're buying just one of their twenty dollar base figures, and this will go this will lead perfectly into my number one of the year. Um, there's always something to be le- leave desired. It feels like with me, I lo- and I love Jazzwares figures. Like mm-hmm. I have. About one of every... Well, no, I have one of everybody they've made so far in AEW. And I like most of them. Uh, very few of them I would be like figure of the year. Uh, now there's some great ones like the gold... Uh, black and gold Lucha Brothers. Ooh, from yeah. That, like, again, looking at it, like, yeah, I could say those. But that Wardlow, when I look at that figure, the size is perfect. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. We get two heads so we can... I can... You can have Wardlow and you're like in your display looking menacing or looking angry. Like they did it perfectly. Uh, there's a wide range of emotions. Yeah. Which I mean, it's the only two things you need for Wardlow, <laughs> but like that figure yeah, was fair. done so well um, that I was like, I oh, know that's definitely one of the top two AEW figures of the year. And then my top AEW figure of the year is orange Cassidy. Um, because again, whenever everything you want with an orange Cassidy figure is very much checked off and they did it in the first shot. Like, this isn't the third one, and they finally got it right. Like, no, they did it correctly the first time. Is it perfect? No. Is it my favorite for what they did with it? Hell yeah. Because they literally just knocked it out of the park the first time. Whereas, like, the second one coming out in Wave 8, I'm like, I don't really need it. I might buy it just to have the best friend shirt. But, like, Mm -hmm. that first Orange Cassidy AEW figure, you will not need to buy a new one for a while until they fix like the rubber pants above the knee. Uh, so that would be my AEW figure of the year because it's one of those things like those two figures, they knocked out perfectly with literally no problems. Get go into why they like, wait, when you say they nailed it with an orange Cassidy figure, what do you mean? Like there's nothing more I could add more or less. I could ask for, they didn't add too much. They didn't add too little. Like, can I put my hands in his pocket? Like, can I put his hands in his pockets? Yes. Like, is the sculpt on it pretty damn good? The face is a little weird, but that's pretty average for most early AEW figures. 
But you can put the sunglasses on him and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, it is the perfect... Rep- like, you, um, My Damn Toy says it best. If you just take the head off of the figure and look at it, like, if you put the sunglasses on and take the head off, that's Orange Cassidy. If you, and like, if you put the head back on the figure, you look at it from a distance, that is an Orange Cassidy action figure. Like, mm-hmm. you don't... There's no questioning to it. They added the jacket and the shirt. Um, hands are in the pockets. Like, you even get the little goofy thumb. Like, they nailed it on the first shot. Yeah, uh, that's what I was. That's what I was fishing for. Was the hands in the pockets in the in the in the thumb? Yeah, and the sunglasses. They did everything like, yeah. correctly the first time. Whereas, like the Cody figure, like looking at Cody's action figures, like it took until a ringside exclusive to get the neck tattoo. It took until the ringside exclusive to get the belt. Like, and again, that's not their fault necessarily, but like it took. I mean, he had chases in both ways. He was in. It took five figures to get a Cody that was perfect. Um, Kenny Omega, it took like two, three, like there's a lot of them. The Bucks still don't have a good set put together yet where it's like, those are perfect young Bucks figures. Like I had to mix and match them to get them to where I wanted them. Um, same with like, well, no, uh, Santana and Ortiz, uh, unmatched series two. Those two figures are legit, but I don't have those. I had to, again, do fix ups of those to get those Santana and Ortiz the way I wanted them. Like it's taken a lot to get them there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm now I just realized I don't have a women's figure represented, so I'm gonna come up with one really quick. I'm looking, I'm looking. I like I granted I the gear I wish I wish they had swapped the gears for the chase and the regular one, but I love the Nyla Rose. I thought the Nyla Rose figure like I thought they nailed that one. I got both of them. Um, oh yeah, that was the one. you you did get the yeah that's right yeah I'm, um, I'm currently I mean I I can trade you for the chase you have but. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I have both. No, because then I wouldn't be tempted to sell it. <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, I will say I also really like, the, and maybe it's just, this is recency bias because I just got these, you know, a, a couple weeks ago. Um, but the Ty Conti is also really good. Yeah, if you were asking me women figure of the year, I would almost say Ty Conti. I'm I'm trying to think of elites that I bought for did, like Sadie. But right. that, did you get the um, the Britt Baker lights out, or did you pre-order that? I don't know if it's out yet. It's out. It's it. It would have counted for 2020 one um Mm -hmm. but i did not it was forty dollars and it was not an improvement enough like if i can get it for between 25 and 30 if i can catch it on a sale i'll probably buy Mm -hmm. it then uh but i don't have any like bloody action figures you didn't get the blood brothers the and it was like 26 dollars this like like holiday season on ringside and i was still like i don't need those yeah, that's fair. Um, oh, also, I just I didn't know yeah, if it was a, I didn't know if it was a big difference between um, her base, the Britt Baker base, uh, the head, like the normal head, because there's no blood on the gear of that figure. I'm gonna right. this is gonna get really into the weeds on this one figure that I don't own, but there's no, no I love it. there's no blood from the neck down. It's just on the face, so mm-hmm. you can legit just put the regular head sculpt, which looks a little bit better on this one compared to the her unmatched figure, and have just Britt Baker. With, like, no okay. blood at all. So, if you don't have a Britt Baker and you think that the two extra heads and fabric shirt are worth it, I don't think it is. Um, you can do that. But it was one of those, if I can get it for 25 to 30 it would probably be worth it to me. But, um, yeah. Also, like, speaking of ringside collectibles, the TNT Championship Cody is a just baller-ass figure. Like, the purple and silver is really, is really good. Um I know this isn't something you particularly care about, but for someone who's an inbox collector, I love the packaging. Yeah, no, with no, the, the packaging's the, awesome. Yeah, it's they that that is that is also a figure that was that this year, dear lord, yep. or was that twenty one, dear lord? Yep. It's time been is, time is both unending, like nonstop, and also like how is this just this year? Yeah, um, yeah, I would have to put that Ty Conti is probably my favorite women's figure of the year. Just like looking at what I got. Ah, oh, um, Sheeta came out this year. Nope, it was Sheeta. I take it back. It was definitely Sheeta's I, figure. The Sheeta was really cool. I did. Yeah. I, I do remember really liking the the uh, Hikaru Sheeta. Yeah, so. and I know WWE came out with some good women's figures. I just there was a good Liv Morgan. There was they were they were good, but they were I that Sheeta figure was like perfect. Again, just look. There is some. There's something to be said about the first time someone gets a figure. Yeah, WWE didn't really have a ton of other than like Scarlett Bordeaux. Like, they didn't really have a ton of first figures. And that figure exists. <laughs> uh, Three oh. of them do. Uh-huh. Uh, also, the They Live Roddy Piper's, like, really cool. 
Um, and then I did some customs this year too that I'm like, those also are fucking cool that I like should brag more about, but I don't. I made like a really good Hardy Boys set. I made a, a Drew Gulak custom elite because that man still hasn't had an elite made. And he also still has a job, for, so good for him. Like, there was a <laughs> lot of good shit made this year, figure wise. But yeah, those are my those are my tops. Gotcha. Uh, moving down from toy, this one was hard for me just because there wasn't a whole lot of standouts, and I'll get into why. Um, but tag team of the year, who were your favorite tag teams this year, Dalton? All right, so I'm I'm this very much as a basic. Uh, these are my favorites, and why? Because fuck you. Um, <laughs> is Dark Order and MSK. And whenever you, I say Dark Order, okay. any of them. Any, any combination of, them, of the... Any of them. Yeah. I don't care. They they are fun. Uno and Grayson, Five and Reynolds, or uh, Silver and Reynolds, yeah. Ten and Five, Five and Dime, I love that name. That any one. of them. Any of them. Mm-hmm. Just it, Dark Order on my screen is always a, a welcome addition to my to my enjoyment. They're, they're, they're yeah. the perfect drop of serotonin. Uh, and also MSK, I just really, I've always liked them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I'm looking at WWE tag teams, like there wasn't, I could have said Imperium and I could have said MSK and that was pretty much it. Um, yeah. RK, like the Usos weren't together all year. The New Day was kind of weird with how they did their thing, uh, like with the split with Big E. So it was very, I didn't want to put those as my favorite. And then AEW, like I could have said Young Bucks or the Lucha Bros. And like, yes, I very much enjoy watching those two teams. And that cage match was probably one of the best tag team cage matches of all time mm-hmm. but when talking about just my favorite thing to see nothing's better than join the dark order i'm i it just isn't they're just yeah it's fantastic i love them the second that wave comes up i'm buying all of them because they got rid of the the lj and darby so i can say hey i bought another full wave of aw figures and <laughs> won't feel bad about it Not uh, even a little bit yeah like uh yeah. I'm very excited for that Evil Uno figure. Oh, dude, it's so cool. Like, it, like, obviously, I'm excited for the Brody. I'm excited for all of them. But that there's just something about the way that Evil Uno figure looks that yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about. Dude, That's probably my most anticipated figure to come out. Can you imagine Can you imagine somebody we know getting that Chase Brody, though? Whew. You don't get the belt. You don't get the belt, which is a bummer. I don't care. I'm gonna, I would immediately just buy it again. Yeah. Uh, like, but I'm, so, I'm talking about I, for me, because I'm not joking. I oh, still yeah. I still have that Nyla Chase unopened because I told myself, mm-hmm. like, her figure will go cheap, and it did, and that's why I ha- like I just got my other Nyla in. So I mm-hmm. have her up on my shelf. I have her on the wall. Uh, but, like, if I get that Chase Brody, I'm opening it. Because I know for a goddamn fact I'm never going to sell it. Oh, yeah, no. That's, so. that's, that's one. Like, I would keep it in the box just because that's how I collect, but I also, that's not, like, it's not like the Hager. Like, I would probably, like, so I'm more than likely going to end up selling that one, um, especially if I get a second chase or a second rare. And they're like, well, I don't need to play with you anymore. Woody gift. <laughs> throw you away. Um, I, I like the I like the Dark Order representation. That makes me very happy because I do love them. Um, and honestly, I didn't think to put them as a tag team because it's like it's, it's a stable. That's why stable made up of tag teams. But and that's why um, I said my favorite tag teams, because fuck you. That's why is the Dark yeah. Order. <laughs> Um, so I'll give you that. Uh, if it's a favorite tag team, I'm always going to put the New Day on there. Favorite tag team of all time. Uh, I love them dearly. Whatever incarnation they're going to be, I'm into it. Very, very happy. Um, I also put on, uh, the inspiration because I've liked the stuff that they've been doing on Impact. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's good to see them actually, like, be together after so long. Thanks, WWE. I say... I say after so long, like they were only really split for not a very long amount of time before they were released, but, um, Lucha Brothers on there, the Young Bucks are on there just cause again, that was my favorite match of the year. So I got to put on there, um, two that I, although that like my two, I think real answers for a tag team of the year, because you're right about the new day. They didn't really do, they didn't have a ton to really sink their teeth into this year as a group. Um, like we got the King of the Ring stuff. I love that. That was probably, oh, we should have done moment. Because Creed went in, or uh, Woods went in King of the Ring probably would be would have been up there for me. Um, anyway, uh, Big E with his uh, world title run and win and Money in the Bank, like that singles push. Um, and Kofi was out for a little bit on like maternity. There were injuries. Like, so yeah, they, they weren't a unit for a ton of the year. But I love them and I will never stop talking about them. Um, but the two like real tag teams that made me very happy. One 
because they got a real big spotlight and it was it was entertaining. Um, but the first one I'll say is Alpha Academy. I love Chad Gable. I love Otis. I like what they did with this team. They very easily could have been a throwaway thing, but like, and granted, they didn't get a lot of momentum behind them. It's not like they really gave them anything super meaningful. Uh, it really just now seems like they're being taken very seriously. But like turning Otis heel, I think was a bold decision. And I'm glad that they actually kind of went with it and seem to be sticking with it for now. Um, after like the whole uh, heavy machinery and money in the bank run instead of the stuff with Mandy Rose, like it works. Yeah. Um, also, they're like real life best friends that train together and, and work out together all the time. So like, I think they have a really great chemistry. I think they're both super entertaining. And I would be thrilled if this was like a long term thing that really got a spotlight in the tag division. Because, like, I imagine the matches they would have if they got, like, day one time with the Usos, with the New Day, with MSK, if they come up to the main roster, you know, name a tag team. With the Street Profits, like, I know they just got done with an angle with them and they didn't do a ton, but, like, give them the time and it's magic. Um, But I think my favorite pairing in AEW uh, for 2021 was Jon Moxley and Eddie Kingston. I loved it. I love the promos. I love the matches. I love the energy that they brought out of each other. It was, that was probably my favorite pairing. Um, Eddie Kingston is someone who has completely blown me away uh, in a way that like, I wouldn't have expected. Like, yeah, it's obvious. It's Eddie Kingston. He's going to be great. But like, man, they gave him the ball and he took off with it. Like he's past the end zone. He's out in the parking lot and he's still just going. Yeah. Still going. Still has a job, um, unlike Antonio Bryant, but like or Antonio Brown, but like still good for him. I wasn't even making a. I wasn't even making that reference, but but um, you were there. You were there, and it was great. I teed it up for you. <laughs> um. So yeah, I that, but that's my favorite pairing. I, I love them, and I can't wait until we get more of it. Uh, if we do, because I, I part of me thinks that uh, Moxley might be Hangman's next feud, Ooh. like next major feud. Just from what happened, but but at the same time, like I don't know if they're going to go through with a heel turn, like with him coming right back. So yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. Um, but I could but I could easily see that. But at the same time, who would have thought they were just going to turn Daniel uh, Brian Danielson heel right away? Like and how effectively <laughs> that was. Which granted, it's different circumstances. I understand it's there's there's intricacies here that I'm just kind of blowing over. But um, but yeah, that was my favorite tag team. So we did toy, we did. Okay, um, we'll do wrestler last. So, Dalton, favorite feuds of the year. Okay, so, uh, again, I just feel like these are pretty universal. Um, I feel like AEW's feud of the year is Omega and Hangman, just because they ran that one for a long time. Or they ran that Mm -hmm. Hangman arc since, like, day one of uh, Dynamite. And then, or not Dynamite, but, like, the company. And then uh, Edge, Bryan, and Roman Reigns. I feel like okay. those are the two. Everything in those feuds made sense. They had a very mm-hmm. clear through line. They were very compelling stories. Um, the matches lived up to the level of feud they were building. Um, yeah. Uh, completely agree. Both of those are on my list, so I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna dive into those uh, because you're you were 100 correct again. Or, or we're in, you're not correct, it's favorites, there's no right answer. We're in agreement. I am I am 100% in agreement with you. Yeah. Um, I would add, uh, but I will say, I think, but they were lower on my list. They weren't my, like, favorite of the year, I don't okay. think. Um, I think McIntyre Lashley was great. Um, there was kind of the hiccup with Miz winning in the middle and, like, unwilling to kind of, like, because Lashley was chasing McIntyre, and then Miz cashed in on McIntyre. Lashley won the title off Miz and then McIntyre was chasing Lashley like that was kind of a hiccup but I love those matches and I thought they worked together really really well that made me super happy um I think John Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus the elite I per to me I enjoyed that feud more than the the hangman Omega only because like for completely valid reasons that I'm not like actually knocking him for, but the, the, the hangman Omega was a little bit start stop. And it seemed like there were a couple hiccups between like Omega's injuries and, um, and, and hangman leaving to do 
for paternity leave like those are great that's that's that is great um but it kind of derailed things for me just just a little bit yeah. just enough that i i enjoyed this a little bit more just because it was pretty consistent the young bucks were so insufferable in it um moxley and kingston just being over their shit the whole like every time they talked to him like that was wildly entertaining to me um also um danielson versus hangman in the dark order it mm. was shorter but the execution of turning danielson heel so effortlessly and so seamlessly and just the i'm disappointed i'm not standing across from omega like and then i'm going to kick the te- the heads in of all of your friends in their hometowns before i kick your head in and take your championship that you don't deserve to hold when the whole story leading up was hangman adam page refusing to acknowledge that he does deserve to be champion like he has it in himself and for to, and to have like one of the biggest names in professional wrestling today come in and say actually you don't it's just ah and then like granted the payoff match like the the big title defense was last night that was in 2022 so damn good so good so oh damn God. good um but uh and then two other two other answers that obviously i assumed you didn't say just because like it was so obvious uh miro versus god oh yeah uh, you know so well, that's that, feud, feud. that feud's still ongoing though right yeah and we were like we're gonna see more of it i'm sure yeah um and then uh suge d versus faye jackson oh yeah yeah, yeah. well that gotta, was a legal gotta, gotta proceeding i didn't want to i didn't want to comment on it you know what? That's fair. And as journalists, which we clearly are, uh, <laughs> we probably should just leave it at that. We won't say that, you know, obviously Suge was right and uh, the the ruling of that Twitter spaces was just a travesty. Like, we would never say something like that. But uh, And now the big one. And this one, I apologize in advance because I've got too many. I should probably try to narrow this down, but I'm probably not gonna. I got four. Uh, Dalton. I So I also broke this into men and women. The The... the uh for wrestler of the year this is the big one this is the main event uh hit me with your wrestlers of the year all right Mr. Dalton Anthony so I got Kenny Omega Roman Reigns okay Britt Baker mm-hmm. and Bianca Belair uh I have two of those I match two of yours nice I feel like I know the two who do you think I think it's Roman and Britt you are one out of two. Ah, damn. Um, obviously, number obviously number one wrestler of the year with a bullet, unquestionably, undoubtedly, is Hook. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's it's Hook. Hook wins. It's the, like I mean I didn't talk about match of the year just because it wasn't really a match. He just obliterated Fuego del Sol. Um, no, it's obviously I'm doing a bit. That was a really good match and it was a great debut and I'm very excited to see more of Hook. Um, no, my. So, this one was hard because, like, man, so many people had such a good year. And I'm not trying to be all, like, political, wishy-washy, like, oh, I want want everybody to win. It was legitimately, like, I am going to be here for an hour just talking about, like, how great this year was. Um, My women wrestlers of the year, though, were Thunder Rosa and Bianca Belair. Ooh, okay. Fair enough. Um, Bianca coming in from nxt um you know they once they started using her for real like she did the kind of throwaway stuff with street profits and then she went away for a while and then like nothing really happened but like winning the rumble through you know winning wrestle winning the title at wrestlemania first uh two black women to main event a wrestlemania like it's historical it was one of the best matches of the weekend if like i could honestly if, if someone made the argument and said that that was the best match of the weekend, I, I like, I would say yes. Oh, it's you, my match of the year. Correct. It's one of my matches yeah. of the year. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, um, it, it like, it's all, it is also one of my matches of the year. Uh, this is, <laughs> um, but it was, cause did I even talk about that? Yeah. Bianca, Sasha, Thunder Rosa lights out. Yeah. You, you oh, made... I, actually, no, I did. I think I did pass over it. That was one of my matches of the year. Um, but so, because it was so was the, but so also was the the main event on the next night the Edge Roman uh, Brian match like I love both of those main events like two for two killed it um, but like her journey and she's so likable 
And especially because, like, I was very underwhelmed with her in NXT as a heel. Like, she was obviously very athletically gifted. She had talent. Um, she was charismatic. I didn't, like, the hair thing, I didn't like. Do you remember my um, first, like, reaction to that? Yeah. <laughs> it was my favorite thing ever. But, like, I just, it, it, it took me a while to warm up to her. But when I did, I was like, oh, no, she's legitimately friggin' great. Which makes it even more heartbreaking with, like, what happened at SummerSlam <gasps> and then going forward. Yeah. Um. But, so, I I had to give it to her. And then also Thunder Rosa. Like, I've been a fan of her for a long time now. Seeing her come into AEW full-time, seeing her be so successful and just so friggin' talented, like, it makes me super, super happy. Uh, obviously, like, if someone told me, like, no, no, obviously the, be- the, the, the like, your favorite wim- female wrestler of the year should be Britt Baker. Like, no, I get it. Like, I'm not, and I'm not gonna disagree with you. But it's just, those were, the, those were my two favorites. And then for men... I have uh, Miro, Roman, Eddie Kingston, and uh, Brian Danielson. Those are my, like, I, I really couldn't, I couldn't make myself just, like, narrow it down. Because, like, when I think back of, like, what I enjoyed the most in wrestling, it really came down to those four. Yeah. You know, um, granted, none of those four were in my favorite match of the year, technically, but hey, sometimes when you're watching the Oscars, the best movie didn't win the best drama or whatever. Yeah. So. The it, best actor wasn't in the best movie of the year. Yeah. And again, this is favorite. I don't have to have logic to it. I My brain is just a couple hamsters running the opposite directions on the wheel. Just use my Dark just Order the, explanation. Because fuck you, that's yeah. why. <laughs> what do you mean yours? I literally said that exact phrase like 15 minutes before you said that. No, I said my Dark Order logic. I didn't say it was my my reasoning for everything. I'm just saying just use that. It's the perfect it's the perfect cover up. I'm not claiming oh, I'm, I'm not no. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to Don't do it now. Wait 3 more days. You need to you need to just like just have in the back of your mind when I ask you like, "Hey, do you want to try to record in person sometime?" Like just be over your shoulder. Let someone know where you're going. I've never I had mean, a hardcore podcast before. It'll be fun. Hardcore oh god, that oh, that sounds like the worst thing in the world hardcore podcast but anyway um going back like miro his evolve his continued evolution into god's favorite champion his tnt title run all of that like i loved it it was so good it was so entertaining um roman's tribal chief stuff continues to be some of the most entertaining stuff on wwe in pro wrestling in general uh, I love it. Eddie Kingston is again someone else who it took me a while to warm up on. Like I would see his stuff on the indies and I would just be like, oh, which granted every time I saw him, he was a heel and he was just a colossal dick. And I was just like, I don't remember. I don't the, like this person. Remember that? Why would time, anyone like this person? Remember that time him and uh, oh, God, Juice Robinson broke that dude's face in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like. And I'm just like, man, why? But now it's like, oh, no. Oh, he's not only an incredible performer and an incredible wrestler, he's also seems like a very good person. Yeah. And I think it's very important to give him credit for his, you know, the how open he's been with his struggles with mental health. Like, that is just, that's awesome to see. And it's, and it's yeah. wonderful. Um, and then, yeah, Brian Danielson, I think, is the clear winner to me for my favorite because he did so much he did so many great things both in wwe as daniel bryan and in AEW as brian danielson like his matches with omega and hangman and suzuki and and then and roman and edge it, like it, it he's so good he's so good like mm, yeah he's great he is very much the living embodiment of look up professional if you if like there was a picture to define professional wrestler in the dictionary like daniel bryan like that is that is just that man is very good at the art of professional wrestling. Yeah. So, uh but so those are our favorite picks, but some of you wrote in and let us know your favorite things from wrestling in 2021. So I'm going to open these up. Holy shit. What? Did you delete them? I open No, I opened Twitter because that's that you reached out to us at, at @nerdiestpart. And first thing that's on the top of my newsfeed, 
Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com. Samoa Joe has been released by WWE. Fightful has confirmed with the company. I didn't. I've known for a while because I was checking my phone to look at my list. And mm-hmm. um, I didn't. Again, this was a happy show, Asa. I was doing you a this favor. This is a happy show. We're not getting into it. We will talk more about this next week. It'll be outdated, but it, it's fine. Happy show. Good things of 2021. Wow. I, but I needed okay. you to know that I saw it, but I chose to not say anything. Because and honestly, I honestly I appre- I do appreciate that because you knew how I would react. Uh who. All right, we're going to let that simmer for a week, aren't we? All right. Uh Michaela Mitten. Longtime fan, longtime friend. We love you Michaela. Thank you so much. Uh and you're going to love her answer if you haven't seen it already. My favorite thing that happened was the feud between Adam Cole and John Silver and Alex Reynolds. The budge <laughs> thing was so funny. It's still going on on BTE, and it's amazing. It's still going. It could, you could still. This could end up making your favorite of 2022. Oh list. my god, I love it so much. Uh, and then Dylan Hager, uh, who is, I think, a newer listener because he, I, I, I don't. The name doesn't sound familiar from PWU, but it's very familiar from Curtis uh, Park. We so. became me and him became friends because we were both. Um, I'll do a quick story in 2021 that is one of I met one of the coolest people in Dylan. Uh, he's really good. So he's part of the major wrestling figure podcast, uh, Facebook page, which I am as well. And, Mm -hmm. um, he was like, he's really good about posting pictures of the weekend in wrestling he had. So if he goes to a show, he'll post and he'll put it on that page. Um, Mm -hmm. because sometimes like there's people like Ethan page and uh, Cardona and Myers are on there and Dan Housen. So like he'll post pictures of the shows he goes to. And I was just scrolling through Facebook one week, like Monday or Sunday or whatever it was. And I saw a picture of me and I was like, oh, I wonder who like expecting it to be like Big Nasty or somebody. And it was on that page. And I was like, holy shit, that's me. Because I don't know how to react to people watching me wrestle still. Because like, I'm not famous at all. Like it's, that's not a thing. (laughs) Why would you show up on? Yeah, on that page as a wrestler. And I was like... (laughs) Dude, that's me in the red shorts. And so since then, we've become buddies. He, we he, like we talk every show. Like we'll message each other every once in a while. Super fucking cool dude. Uh, so I'm happy that he like has kind of jumped onto the nerdiest part, like uh, extended family, if you will, of listeners. Yeah. And I'm yeah, no, super cool dude. Hell yeah! That I just makes, that, that legitimately like makes me super happy. I yeah. love that. Um, I also love his answers. He has some really good answers. Uh, his favorite wrestler of the year, Josh Alexander. Good call. Ooh, yeah. Good pick. Josh Alexander is great. If I was going on, which granted, like, Impact, that's national. But, like, the matches I saw in person between CCW and WrestleMax, like, dude is just absolutely bonkers talented. That's just another dude uh, that knows how to wrestle, like, really well. Yeah, like, he's, he's very good. He hasn't, if there was a PhD in it, he'd have it. Him and him and uh, Jonathan uh, Gresham, both. Oh, are, like, yeah. Just, oh, how are you this good? Uh, I very much am looking forward to uh, what Terminus turns into and to see what else. Because uh, him versus Blake Christian at the GCW show for the ROH title. Mm. Mm, direct Inject that directly into my veins, please. Uh, favorite match was uh, Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. Uh, also was technically part of my list of when I just put Danielson down. Uh, favorite promo. Arn Anderson Glock promo. That's Hell a pretty yeah. good one. That's a pretty good one. I can't say that That's, that wasn't good. That was a good one. <laughs> All the memes. Uh, favorite tag team, FTR. That's a, that is an easy answer. That, again, just so good. Uh, favorite feud, Punk versus Kingston. Uh, yes. Yeah. Great. Uh, favorite figure, Ultimate Series, Hollywood Hogan. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a really good... I'm looking at that one, too. Uh, mm-hmm. If it wasn't for that Kushida and that... Uh, Seth Rollins being exactly what I wanted so that uh, really sorry this Hogan figure has been supposed to be made since 2014 we waited seven years for it because they showed a proto of it not an ultimate it was supposed to be an elite obviously but they showed a proto of an like uh, elite NWO Hogan and then everything happened and Mm -hmm. he got unpersoned um so whenever he started coming back, all like the like the figure community as a whole were like, "All right, cool, we understand." But if you're gonna if you're gonna make us have to buy Hogan figures, this is the one we want. It's the one we've been waiting for, and it was the first one they made out of the box. 
Like, they yes. were just like, we're going to give you NWO Hogan, it's going to be an ultimate. And honestly, I have uh, custom boas on them to make them look a little bit more obnoxious Hollywood Hogan, but it's a perfect figure. <laughs> Sorry. Uh no, that I again. This is this is this is the platform to nerd out about what you love in wrestling. Yeah. Um, because that's that's kind of what I would like this show to be. But boy, they make it hard, don't they? No, good, happy, happy, good things, good things. Next week will um, be gloom and doom. This week, happy. And then Shannon wrote in. Uh, Shan, of course, Mister One Hundred, Shannon Young. Uh, let me pull this up because you reset because Facebook works great all the time. Metaverse pizza. Uh, okay. Hello listeners. If you're hearing Asa read this, then that means I'm already dead or I'm recording some other BS podcast while Don and Asa do this show. Either way, I wanted to share some thoughts on my favorite things in 2021 wrestling. I'll keep this short because I'm sure Dalton is probably gushing over the young bucks and I don't want to rob him of that. I didn't this year. I didn't. You didn't this year. Uh, so take that. Um, He's getting to a me, text. The best th- <laughs> to me, the best thing in wrestling in 2021, and I know this is a hot take, was the rise of Roman Reigns. The tribal chief fully embraced the heel we all wanted him to be, and when they paired him with Heyman, they started printing money. Reigns is so good in his role that it's hard for me to even imagine him as the suffering succotash, camera-winking rock wannabe the WWE tried to force down our throats. God, I forgot about that suffering succotash thing. Never forget. 2014 <laughs> was a weird <laughs> year. <laughs> oh, is that how long ago that was? Yeah. Oh, gross. Oh, I don't like it. Uh, I also changed my mind on AEW <laughs> as a whole this year. Their business practices and the way they treat their talent was a breath of fresh air compared to the budget cuts and snarky nature of WWE. Well, until Tony Khan opens his mouth on a public forum. <laughs> We're going to talk about that next week, too. Yeah. Don't worry. We're going to get into that. You didn't Happy s- show this week, though. You didn't see my face, and then he fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I came to love what AEW stands for, and I'm excited to see where they go. And that brings me to the one thing I wanted to mention, what may be the single greatest wrestling moment of the past 10 years. The night CM Punk came back to wrestling still gives me goosebumps. The crowd was foaming at the mouth for it, and when Rampage started with Cult of Personality, I was smiling from ear to ear. I'm not even the biggest punk fan, but what a journey back to the squared circle, and that moment was legendary. He's had a great run in AEW so far, and again, I'm excited to see where we go from here. There was a lot to love in wrestling in 2021, and a lot to hate, but I'll let my good friends talk about that. Love you guys, miss you guys, long live the cocky boys. Bung Yucks 4444 life. Um, Absolutely, yeah. They're like, Roman killed it, and he's, again, Mr. 100 puts it in very very uh well put and also i i do i i am happy to hear him say that he he has kind of turned around on aew because i know it's not typically the the match style isn't really his typical cup of tea um so to to hear that there are things that they're doing that he enjoys makes me happy just because wrestling wrestling's for everybody and it's music there's different styles there's different genres not everybody's gonna like everything but at the end of the day, we're all just, we're fans of music and we're fans of wrestling. So, uh, that was our favorite of 2021. Very, very excited. Um, Dalton, I'm springing this on you right now. Two questions. Answer. When we do this show next January, what is our favorite of 2022? Who do you think is going to be your wrestler of the year? I believe it's going to be Hangman. Really? I think it's going to be Hangman Page. Um, I think it'll be it'll probably still be Roman Reigns, and it'll be Hangman Page. Okay. Yeah. Well, Roman for WWE, and then yeah. Hangman for... Um, I actually... See, I asked this question, and I, like... You might think, like, oh, he tried to trip me up and, like, trick me, because he has his answer ready to go. I don't. I have no... I genuinely have no idea. That doesn't shock me. I could me. see it being... Yeah. I could see it being Hangman Page. I could see it being John Moxley, because uh, I do think he's going to come back in a big way. Um, also Kenny Omega, when he comes back and he's injury free, imagine him coming back healthy and just ready to just mess up the world. Give me all of that. Um, on the WWE side, uh, is harder to say just because it's like, who's going to be there anymore? Um, you know, Seth Rollins probably has a pretty good shot. Uh, Roman has a great shot. The New Day, any of those three, uh, I'll, I'll give it to there. Um, Bianca Belair probably will be at the top of my list again for the women's division, because uh, I, I at least I hope so. Um, yeah, so, but yeah, uh, let us know who do you th- who are you most excited to see 
uh, take that mantle of your favorite wrestler of 2022. Let us know. Let us know if we talked about your favorite thing in 21. Let us know what we missed. Uh, and yeah, we, we would love that at nerdiest part on Twitter. Um, but until then, thank you everyone so much. Uh, follow us on the Twitter. We gave you all those links at the top of the show, so I'm not going to repeat that here. Um, but I hope you have a great, great, great 2022, uh, happy new year. And let's, let's, you know, bring some positivity and some happiness, um, but not next week, because next week we're going to be talking about releases. So many releases and racists. And just, just <laughs> I was about to say, releases and, as in job releases and press releases for some reason. Oh, oh boy. So, But that's next week. <laughs> See what energy we bring after this has been just cooking inside of us all week. But uh, have a great week. Have a great year. We will see you right back next week, right here at Nerdy's Part of the Ring. Thank you all so very, very much. You mean the world to us.